millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to the SmackDown preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by Michael Amplett from What Culture. We're two-thirds of the Dudley Boys of What Culture, don't you know? To look ahead to tonight's episode of Friday Night SmackDown. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Dressing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Mm. New channel. By the way, go yeah. ahead just to mention this because I've realized we haven't clarified this. That's my fault. Um, just because we've got this new channel, What Culture Wrestling Podcast on YouTube, go and subscribe there. We're going to be doing a live Wrestle Dream review and answering your questions on there. We did a QA earlier on this week that's not coming out as a podcast. It's only available as a uh, video on our YouTube channel, but that was a one off. Everything we put out as a video on our new YouTube channel will still be going out as a podcast, just to clarify that one. Yeah, we're going to be doing reviews for. Raw, you can see it's all in the trailer, which you should absolutely go watch as well, because oh, yeah. Adam Nicholas made a masterpiece out of us idiots. <laughs> um, Raw, Dynamite, NXT, SmackDown reviews. Uh, not SmackDown reviews. What am I forgetting? There's one. There's three uh, of these shows no, a week. Q&A. Yeah. Raw, Q&A, NXT, Raw, Dynamite. NXT, Dynamite reviews. Every single week. But we will even be recording Fine them. Wrestle culture, obviously. We will even be recording them in the office at the same time that we would record the audio. Yeah. So if you have a particular schedule that like you sort of set the podcast around, I'm a podcast listener, I totally get that. It won't even drop in your audio feed at a different time. No. They'll have just been cameras pointed at us as we're titting around. <laughs> and then that'll appear on YouTube for the people that choose to watch it at YouTube, which again will fall will eventually fall into like a similar time. We'll probably be the uh, the scum, the slime that's left at the bottom of the plug when you've had a luxurious bath or shower watching <laughs> Simon Miller's ups and downs. Yeah. And you think, ah, oh, like I feel super, super clean. Wait a minute, what's that scum at the bottom? <laughs> Can I that's... watch this? I'll watch this again, but worse. Yeah. yeah. Well that's the what country wrestling podcast. <laughs> that again, but worse. Coming to YouTube, but <laughs> remaining in your audio feeds as it always has and frankly it always goddamn will exactly we will still do daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review smackdown but the show formerly known as nxt2 but oh aw dynamite aw collision pay-per-views premium live events we have interviews roundtable discussions and a round of the week complete with a bloody good quiz of course on wrestle culture as i said though joined by michael hamlet to look ahead to smackdown tonight and i hope you got your popcorn ready because we're going to the cinema Because not only is the Bloodline story cooking again, mm-hmm. but what's some of the best things to witness on the big screen? Betrayals. Oh, my God. Hang on, I've got the... I have to probably gets taken down off YouTube if I press that version. Oh, there we go. Oh, my God. There you go. It is Rey Mysterio versus his best friend, 
Santos Escobar, his LWO partner for the United States title. And he's been on his shoulders before. <laughs> Not suggesting that the title might change hands tonight. It might. Yeah. But I'd be pretty pissed off if that old git retained the title that I should have won when I got jumped backstage. It's feeling pretty huge, this, isn't it? And I suppose, like, well, people have seen it now on video. If they've never watched the Get the Tables before, um, hopefully they tuned in for the Q&A that was on our YouTube channel. And indeed, you'll tune in for all the ones we're going to do. Come. You just mentioned that, and I forgot, I was trying to remember his name yesterday. Mm-hmm. Moze is the one, at M-O-Z-E, yeah. who clipped Sidgwick doing the ladies' night thing. Oh, great, it's also yeah. on my Twitter likes if you want to go and check that out because... Uh, it's in there. Or go and find Sidge it. Sidge already hates doing it on camera. Go and find it in the video. But yeah, so you'll have seen Sidge doing oh, ladies' night. Oh, wait a second. Night. I'm just sorry. I just checked Moe's replies and he told me to F off for saying NXT's the best wrestling show of the week. And he really hated that you were wanting to put Sweet Gone on the pizza. Like, again, from the Q&A chat, go and watch it on YouTube. It goes quite a long way beyond wrestling. We veer off wrestling quite quickly. You know what, Moe? I've put you over there, but you know what I'm going to say about you? Hey, 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 hey. You are right. Nice. Entitled to opinions online. That was, that was pretty smooth. Yeah, for those that have seen the video and have seen Get the Table previously, uh, they'll know that, obviously, when me and you cover SmackDown, and now they've seen, obviously, that you sit in the middle of the two of us, this side of the room is very much the fed of the table. Yeah. So we're <laughs> kind of like... <laughs> predisposed to be sort of more positive to the developments on Raw and SmackDown than our esteemed colleague. But I say all that to say that this has been a pretty compelling story uh, by any standard. Rey Mysterio, of course, winning the uh, United States title in a very, what was it? In a very Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 9 fashion on Bret Hart's birthday in Canada. Is that right? Have I got all <laughs> on Hogan's right. birthday call, in Canada? You called it, yeah. All the pieces fit, right? So Ray wins the belt because Santos Escobar is injured. Ray goes on to have this like kind of legends run almost. It's like, oh, I didn't think you were still in title winning form and yet here we are. Isn't this lovely? <laughs> it's, it's one of the things, isn't there? There is not a single rational reason to be angry that Ray Mysterio's won a belt. Is there Santos Escobar? <laughs> and he's just sitting there with his arms full of gritting his teeth. Nope. Absolutely not. Nothing wrong. Like that meme of the screaming, crying person with the smiley face. Yeah. Yep, I'm, I'm absolutely not. He's my hero. He's my father figure, if anything. I'm like, I'm, I'm the happiest of everybody. There's that great Alistair Green. Sorry, Wilborn. There's that great Alistair Green sketch where he's talking about comedian pretending to be happy for other comedians going, I'm so f***ing pleased for you. <laughs> I'm so f***ing happy for you. <laughs> Honestly, that is the funniest f***ing joke you've ever f- been told. Been right? saying this for years. That's basically Sanos Escobar's last few weeks <laughs> on SmackDown as he's looked on as Rey Mysterio yeah. is having, oh, oh, yeah, another run, is it? I'm so... <laughs> like, and then, of course, obviously, when Rey wins at uh, Payback, Santos hoists him onto his shoulders. <sighs> and uh, I got a spot for you, Obon. Go on. Let's say that Rey Mysterio was to be victorious in this match tonight, and I think he will, because I think it's all important that you tweak the nipples here. You make that anger... Uh, become all the more intense and you make it go from anger to, quite frankly, irrational hatred by the fact that on this night, Rey Mysterio was the better man. Not this night! You're good, but you're going to have to go somewhere to beat your dad. You're going to have to get up really early in the morning, all that kind of stuff. Um, They could do this spot. You've got your laptop in front of you. People Uh now know this in the videos. You might want to write this down in your notes so you can remember it when you're watching the show live. Well, they've got this spot in wrestling where, you know, you're going to get to do this as Eric as he gets a bit older, and it's such a joy when the kids are little enough to do this, um, you can put them up on your shoulders, 
Oh, yeah. Right, and you can walk your kids around and they can get an ice cream and something dripping. Yeah. I've already got the, uh, I'm taking the papoose out this weekend. Oh, is that right. what it's called? The yeah, the, like the baby Bjorn yeah. deal, yeah. I got a video on my phone of like my son, my oldest son now, but when he was about, he's, he's 11 now, but when he was about four, five, he's nearly at the point where he's too big for my shoulders, but he's up there and we're singing a crib song together. Oh. And it's, it's low, it's one of my favorites, you know? And uh, it's just like, it's this real magic, again, a father and son type thing, but with Ray, it's great because he's, he's little. So he's the guy that these bigger son-like figures, in one case, literally, that was the case at the time, mm. they can put him on the shoulders. It's this really quite sweet subversion. Yeah. Especially as Ray gets older. And, like, you know, it's quite dangerous for a full-grown-ass adult to be on your shoulders. Now, check this out. In wrestling, <laughs> right? Check this out. They have this move called the electric chair. And what it is, is you sit in some... Obviously, you're placed on someone's shoulders. Check this out. 58,008. Turn it upside down. <laughs> <laughs> right? When you sat on someone's shoulders, you are seated comfortably. Uh -huh. but, uh, in almost a chair position, you'd say. Yeah. But the thing is, Wilborn, in an electric chair, what? you think, oh, I'm going to park myself and have a lovely, comfy sit. And then, wait a minute, why are you strapping my hands down? Wait a minute, why are you putting that thing in my head? Wait a minute, why are you zapping me to death? That's not a comfy chair at all. No. That's a chair that brings about your certain doom, the electric chair. Yeah. And the reason why this move was named this is because when the person has the person hoisted up on the shoulders, they're not taking them out for an ice cream. They're not taking them to sing cribs uh, songs down a back lane. No, no, no. They are taking them to the canvas directly back first. What? I know, I know. Now, check this out, right? Imagine that move in the ring being particularly painful, correct? Oh, I'll bet. Yeah. I'm going to raise the stakes, pal, right? The last time we saw Santos Escobar put Rey Mysterio on his shoulders in celebration, <laughs> it wasn't in the ring, it was on the ramp. Imagine if you can even visualize this. Like, I know you're the one for wacky spots, but this might be a step too far even for you. <laughs> but on the ramp, as Santos Escobar, in defeat, thinks, I'm going to honour my father figure. Well done, Ray. You've won the championship, and I'm sporting, and I'm respectful, and I hold you in reverence. So I'm going to literally hold you in reverence on my shoulders as SmackDown is about to go off the air. Imagine, Wilborn, the barcode. They've never done this in wrestling before. Imagine if the barcode... The, cop the, 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 copy <laughs> the copyright logo appears in the corner. Oh. And, you, and you're there sat at home going, oh, great, I'm going to turn the wrestling show off because this show is definitely finished. Don't look at the clock for Christ's sake, otherwise it really kills the immersion. I'm there, the show's definitely finished. I'm going to go to sleep. Oh, Jesus Christ! He falls backwards and the electric chairs him on the ramp. And you, Wilborn, you, you naive mark, thought the show was over. Thought you could never imagine that when somebody was in an electric chair position, they would dare fall back. Not least when it was a father figure. It would never happen between a, a literal son and a father. No, no, it no, would no. be stupid to pitch that. It would no. be thick. Only dumbass podcasters would pitch exactly. that happening between a son and a father. But a son and a father-like figure, I think it's nailed on, pal. And, and that's my... Calling it for and that's my Hanford and Wilborn. Spot of the week! <laughs> LWO, no! <laughs> what do you reckon that? I think that is a <laughs> twist on a par with um, when they found the grandma behind the back of the t TV in empty cans. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about the streets yesterday, and shout out to Sean Murphy, who tweeted us. I yeah. forgot to, to give him a shout out earlier um, regarding that, because we were putting over the streets back catalogue, which is officially goaded. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I, I remember I was in a car. I think I was on a, maybe on a family holiday, and I had my Discman, yeah. or whatever it was, and I was listening to A Grand Don't Come For Free, and it's a night, it's great. If you haven't listened to it, by the way, it's brilliant. It's a concept album. So it's just, oh, it takes you on this amazing story of, of love and friendship and loss mm -hmm. and what have you. 
And just go and listen to it. And my, I, was, I remember we were driving on the motorway somewhere, and my jaw was on the goddamn floor for that oh, twist. Honestly, man, like if you were going to do sort of uh, iconic twist, uh, twists, iconic twists in entertainment league table, you've got at this point Kaiser Soze limping in. You're having that at number five because it feels a bit weird when you watch it. Oh, yeah. And number four, you got the sixth sense. I don't want to spoil it, but guys, get yourself out to uh, your local picture house. You are not going to believe what happens yes. in the uh, in the old sixth sense. Uh, I'll, I'll protect spoilers. Number three is uh, Frozen. Oh, my God, by the way. The heel turn in Frozen. Number two is the one we've just called, Santa Escobar and Rey Mysterio. And number one is a grand outcome free by the streets. I appreciate the uh, the opportunity to talk about the streets and Girls Aloud yesterday. Shout out to Michael Kohler, one of my favourite people to interact with on Twitter. We always have really good chats about music. He's got... I would consider myself as having taste he has <laughs> he has actually good taste and uh he went out of his way last night to try a few girls loud recommendations um based on just the years of us discussing music and they work for him but uh, i like that he did that off the back of of all things an aw dynamite podcast yeah. so thanks very much for that michael and indeed everybody that chatted nonsense with us about the streets and girls loud. Do, it? it's good stuff uh rate a win some of that's happened if it doesn't happen like it does make the most sense yeah to do it at Fast lane rather than... Although, uh, I say that, right, and I, I don't want to get into this conversation on a regular basis because it's a conversation wankers have on uh, Twitter, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Where's this but going? I saw this yesterday, just randomly on Twitter, a tweet from WrestleTix. Tonight we are in the Golden One Center in Sacramento, California. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, actually, any any opportunity. It's time to play the game! Time to play time the to play game! game. And if you want to see what we do, force of habit, when that jingle hits, uh-huh. check out the Q&A podcast for the first ever YouTube reveal of that. I kind of forgot myself that we were on camera. Oh, yeah, and a can few see people have been a bit shocked by that one. But give that a check out. It'll add new dimension to uh, when you get to play along with the games at home. Uh, did it, did it, did it, did it. How many tickets as of 1pm yesterday were still available for this episode of Friday Night Smackdown? They've been coming it like those. I'm going to go three figures, so apologies if this kills okay. the game. But, like, they've been coming in super low, those top numbers. It's been amazing. I'm going to go 750. 87. Like, what's, how, what's the capacity? Well, this is it. Uh, what's the setup uh, in the Golden One Centre for tonight's show? Which is why... Sacramento. Y- cl- the, the clue here is, this is why I'm thinking something big's going to happen more than another thing we're going to talk about in a second. So my brain always goes Sacramento, California. The last time I remember a building name, it was the Arco Arena at the Sacramento, California for the Royal Rumble 1993. Get a picture in my head. How big did that venue look? Yeah. I'm trying to work it out. I would say this will be set up. The set was smaller back then. This could be set up for between nine and 10,000. Okay, so good guess. The current setup for this show is 12,150. They have sold yeah. over 12,000 tickets for this show. Good house. So that's why I'm saying you either do the title switch along with the turn tonight or just the turn. I think you have to do something big, mm. even though that's not necessarily what people have bought the tickets for. But I think this storyline has been fascinating and and I think it's gone really well. The LWO, it's the best the LWO's ever looked is in WWE. Like, it used to be, I remember, I was probably this time last year where you were kind of looking at the Judgment Day and going, wow, like, Triple H, man, that, like, there's something. If this doesn't last or if, like, it kind of goes off the rails quickly, there's something he can really say, yeah, I'll have my stamp on that. And, like, I contributed something super positive to my time in creative. Those things have piled up now, so it's not unique to say 
Triple H has done a good job with this. WWE have done a good job with this. But WWE have done an exceptional job with the LWO. Christ almighty, even if you just count frigging T-shirts, I, th- I'm, I could be wrong about this. SummerSlam was in Detroit, wasn't it? Yeah, of yeah. course. Like, I'm pretty sure they, like, they're not even trying. They just did the T-shirt and then D-W-O. Like Detroit World Order, and the yeah. other just wore them. You know, when it backlash, it kind of made sense. They yeah, put, like, yeah, they put yeah. like the Puerto Rico flag behind them and stuff like that. There was a London one that was like, you're stretching it. Like, but now they're just like, where are we? We're there. Well, you're getting a t shirt with the letters W and O after it, wear it on camera. Okay. Right, my, my residual checks have never been bigger. Would you buy an NWO t shirt if it said Newcastle World Order? No, Christ not. <laughs> what, a, what a stupid question. What were you possibly accepting as an answer there? I would buy a Sunderland one in a heartbeat because it would be like a Wolfpack one anyway. Yeah. Like if it was SWO. And it was a Sunderland World Order. I would absolutely buy that in Wolfpack colours. I, uh, I I say Wolfpack colours. I guess technically it would be Newcastle colours, but that would just be because of the blood money stain in the white. Uh, my oh my god! Read it online the other day. Um, <laughs> Newcastle and Man City, forever to be known as the oil firm Derby. Yes, please. Yes, please. I saw uh, Oliver Holt from. Um, I want to say it's the Daily Telegraph. I think you might be right there. All the times, one of the two, isn't it? Uh, when in. With a really, and he knew what he was doing with some sort of engagement farming tweet shortly after Newcastle knocked Man City out of the cup. And he said, uh, Yeah, having a conversation among friends, trying to decide who the most loyalist fans in football is. Think we're going to go with Sunderland. And, you know, I'm a Sunderland fan. Oh, Daily Mail, that's a shame. Yeah. Uh, I'm a Sunderland fan. And I think those tweets are designed to ignite a bit of debate and conversation themselves. I don't believe he was having a debate at like one in the morning or whenever he actually tweeted it. I think he knew what he was playing out there. Mm. Um, I would agree that Sunderland fans are the loyalists. And I'm not saying that because we've suffered a number of relegations. You also know what it's like to suffer the bottom end of the footballing pyramid. Ugh. Worse than me. I don't think it's because of that. I don't think it's because we were routinely embarrassed on a show that was watched on Netflix by people all over the world for two consecutive seasons. I think we might be the loyalist fans in the world because regrettably, some of our fans were so loyal to that badge, more loyal than I'll ever be, that they cheered the name of a convicted paedophile. And I resent that for two reasons. One, it's disgusting. Number two, they took away our moral high ground when our nearest and dearest rivals sold out to the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. You really shit on me there, guys. (laughs) So my ceiling of loyalty to Sunderland will always be substantially lower. I have loyalty. I feel like Bret Hart. Like, oh, I have Jim Ross. I have no loyalty to the World Wrestling Federation. I only got loyalty to good old Tony Mowbray. Right there. (laughs) I have loyalty to the football when it shows loyalty to me, and that is as far as my relationship with Sunderland goes. Uh, it's more than 20% because I'm allowed. Um, but, yeah, uh, I've read that tweet, and I was like, what are you trying to do here is get a bunch of Sunderland fans to be like, yeah, loyalists, definitely. And then get a bunch of other clubs to be like, uh, no, like our situation's been worse, and it's this ugly race to the bottom on Twitter. Right? Yes. I believe we might be the loyalists because, like I say, like I know for a fact there were Sunderland fans that sung Adam Johnson's name. Mm. Dumb. Stupid. Don't do it. Um, last week's Smackdown John Cena who had no friends um, he got his yeah. ass handed to him by the bloodline in the main event and you thought right, here comes LA Knight and then you remembered oh wait a second he's got COVID yeah. uh, by all reports uh, he seems to have gotten over that which is fantastic news please do stay safe out there everyone so is tonight the night that LA Knight saves John Cena and we set up not a handicap match at Fastlane as it is right now but the Mega Powers versus the Bloodline. <laughs> I do like the Mega Powers. Uh, I would have said no, but your helpful information about the crowd has convinced, so me, thinking, o- yeah. has convinced me otherwise. You I think, think of the, no- the noise for the LA Night return. I would have let um, the handicap match breathe another week, and the, this been the week that the Bloodline exerts such a physical advantage over John Cena that they kind of 
making him doubt whether or not he should even go into the pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, and then on the go-home, it's next week, isn't it, the go-home SmackDown? I believe so. I was just looking something up to check. Like the go-home SmackDown next week being the place where LA Knight returns to a hero's oh welcome. Oh, my God, sorry. So we've got this this week. Yeah. Go-home next week. Mm-hmm. And the Tribal Chief returns the week after that. Oh, so he's... Ah, that's good, because then he'll be forced to react to whatever goes on at Fastlane. Yes. So when... Hang on. Sorry, I've got a real... Where's that coming from? It's normally, you know, we've got a soundproof studio here, and it's, it's kind of locked down, but mm-hmm. uh, I can smell that. Triple H is cooking. I think it might be, because I think you'll find that Roman Reigns is going to be very... <laughs> I went Elia Dragon off there. Very pissed off. Yes. That, um... Well, A, Jimmy Uso's a clown, but B, like, his supposed bloodline... Well, we hospitalised AJ Styles for you. Yeah, his supposed bloodline have lost to John Cena and LA Knight at Fastlane, which I believe they will. Yeah, your crowd thing has won me over on LA Knight making the save tonight. Yes! Maximise the pop. I was thinking John Cena takes another shellacking, and LA Knight is there next week in the at the 11th hour kind of drama, which is 24 hours. Like, he's returned from an illness. He's returned to save a guy that, you know, we saw at Payback and on SmackDown... It's respect, but that's about it. He doesn't like him, but he will not stand by idly by and watch the bloodline, a group he does not respect, try and take over SmackDown. He got right in Paul Heyman's face. LA Knight now, in canon, is a guy that does not fear the supposed wrath of the tribal chief, and there's one way to prove it right now, and that's to beat his family up uh, on premium live events. Do they do some sort of shenanigans? This is a bit, maybe a bit too much, but um, the admin side of me gets kicked in where the main event is the bloodline gloating. Ha-ha, <laughs> we hospitalized AJ Styles, and now we've got John Cena, the GOAT, is being led to the slaughter next weekend. And look, he's, he's, it's his bloody fault. He signed this contract, and, and we signed it, mm. and it's legally binding. You have to face us, John. And John Cena comes down, and even though the numbers are against him, he's going to fight that good fight because he's the you know, Super Cena, and he gets in there, and uh, he's a, you know, he, oh, bit of offense. Maybe he gets Jimmy up for a for an attitude adjustment, and in the process of attempting an attitude adjustment, maybe he goes for it. Mm-hmm. As he goes for right, physically impossible stuff. Stay with me. That's it. Gets Jimmy up on his shoulders. Jimmy's the one holding the contract. I really am, maybe also, I'm willing this into existence, but I loved what they did with Jimmy Uso last week. Okay. He's overcompensating far too much, Jimmy Uso, and he's mm-hmm. trying to be Billy Big Bollocks within the bloodline, even though he's just come back having left and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Roman's not actually approved any of this. So he's waving it in John Cena's face. You signed it, you bell end. John Cena gets him up, goes for the attitude adjustment. So the spin of the attitude adjustment, mm-hmm. right, that Jimmy Uso lands on his feet mm-hmm. in the process of this solo Sokoa super kicks John Cena, yep. sends him down. Uso's like, ha! Gets, goes to get up on the uh, top turnbuckle to do like a multitude of uh, Uso splashes like he did last week, but he hasn't he hasn't realized that the flip of the attitude adjustment, and I realize that you and I, <laughs> off the, the ba- you going with stay this? with me, I realize off the back of this that we literally were having a conversation and appreciating the brilliant Marseille and Mansoir mm-hmm. um, and oh, how yeah. a spot with the Lunchbox didn't exactly go to plan with them and Braun Strowman, and this is even more preposterous. Yeah. But in the process of Hoying him for the attitude adjustment, and Jimmy concentrating on landing on his feet. I get it now. He's yeah. concentrating on his feet. He's not concentrating on his hands. Yep. Where's the contract gone? It's gone into the aisle. walks down and signs it. Great, love it. No notes <laughs> other than La Knight himself making one on a contract. Can I offer you a, a detail that should carry on throughout this show? Yes, please. 
John Cena's uh, like he's not presented as um, uh, a guy who is even though he's left, um, he's not presented as this guy that isn't a popular figure when he does come back. Right, he's a baby face. People are glad to see him. Uh, Austin Theory, whatever. But like for the most part, the baby faces are seen to be welcome, welcoming Cena back in. They should do a bit right where. John Cena wants a partner. Like he's, he gets beaten up by the bloodline in the opening segment of the show, and he admits weakness, which he can do now. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I'm not the John Cena. I need help. And if there's anyone in that locker room that wants to join me, like I'd be really grateful, that sort of thing. And then what you have across the night oh my God. is yes. multiple babyface beatdowns by Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa. They're taken out man after man after man after man to the point where in the main event you've on that exact thing now, but you get the reveal of LA Knight being the guy that they, not only could they not get to, but the guy that if they had got to him, he'd have beat them up. Like, there is one baby face that is that able to step up and it's LA Knight, because not only does that put him, obviously, above all of them, and as well, what you've then got is, like, on Raw, the direct contrast. Jey Uso is basically having to atone with everybody. Yes. I'm really sorry I beat you up. I'm trying to do better. Jimmy Uso is a man that learns zero lessons. Yes. And he's like... What's what's Jay Uso having to apologize for? Anyway, don't care. Let's beat up everybody one by one by one by. <laughs> like the contrast of Jay Uso trying to like stay on the good path and atone for his sins versus Jimmy Uso committing brand new ones and not learning yes. from that. I think it's quite a nice character difference between the two. Or if granted, what I have booked is physically impossible. I don't think it is. So you see that him yeah. going up to people, them getting their asses handed to them, or yeah, like you say, the bloodline getting to them before that. Yeah. And then John Cena comes out in the main event to confront the bloodline. Mm-hmm. And the bloodline go, what are you doing, John? You know, we've watched you. And because we watched the show, <laughs> we've, we've already taken care of every single person that you've asked to be your partner. And John Cena says, well, you, you think you took care of everyone. And yes, I was asking people and they didn't even get the chance to say, no, I don't want to be your partner, John, because you got to them and kicked their asses. Fair play. I respect that. And then I met one person who you hadn't got to. And I asked him if he wanted to tag with me at Fastlane. And do you know what he said, Jimmy? He said, yeah. And that brings out LA Knight and my cock comes off. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. I think we've done it. I got one more pitch. And this was controversial because it's not LA Knight that's the partner. What? I know. They beat up John Cena so bad that John Cena has to consider retirement. He's not in the fast lane anymore, Wilbon. He's living life in the slow lane. And how does he reflect that? Well, next week on SmackDown, he doesn't come to the building. He goes out on the lake on his boat. And he uh, casts a fishing rod out there. And he goes, oh, I've caught a great white. And it's Seamus. And, uh, <laughs> and he hooks Seamus, who for some reason is in Captain Sano Singler. And uh, they have... Uh, is this because we missed it on Dynamite yesterday? Did, yeah. <laughs> um, you go on the next thing. I'm going to shout out who put that across because I was kind of raging that I missed that excellent wordplay <laughs> and uh, yeah ca- carry on I'll find it I'll find it on X <laughs> I'd be wrong if I didn't put over the person that said it when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at BlueNile.com you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online choose your diamond and setting when you found the one you'll get it delivered right to your door Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Well, I'll move on with the rest of this show uh, because there's lots of other things to look forward to. Uh, Not only uh, a a match that was previewed by one of the women in it themselves brilliantly because Charlotte Flair's back. It's Charlotte Flair versus Bailey, and I can't remember who tweeted. at Cardo Skies. Rick at Cardo Skies. They didn't just catch a fish. They caught a great one. Very good. That's brilliant, Rick. That is fantastic. Uh, yeah, um, it was obviously set up on, on last week's show with the the EO Sky match. <laughs> and uh, someone's off the back of this was like, ugh, Charlotte Flair versus Bailey next week. You know what's going to happen here? And Bailey quote tweeted or replied to it saying, well, tell me then. <laughs> uh, this feels like we're having this conversation every week, aren't we? Hey, this like iconic parent of women, how are they going to disappoint you? Like, it kind of keep going on like this. I don't blame the wrestlers. I blame the booking. But unfortunately for the wrestlers, they are placed in that unenviable position that too many promoters do in this era of just an ungodly amount of talent out there. Too often, promoters are asking, promoters, bookers, whoever, are asking wrestlers to do the work for them, which is to say, you can do this stuff in your sleep. I have not given the fans a reason to care. Can you go out there and make them? Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I think that, um, not to drag up an old conversation, but I, I couldn't have tried to make it any clearer in the build-up to All In when I know just a lot of people thought like me and Sidgwick were kind of at our Statler and Waldorf worst and just having a moan. Like, half of wrestling is the build. Like, I really believe yeah. that. Like I, For like a match to give you... For a match to give you 100% of what you wanted, 50% of that should already be in the bank because you've invested and then you should have your investment rewarded like a big-time match. So when you have these matches that sound a big-time Charlotte versus Bailey, like all of the kind of prestige and history that that offers, they're both horsewomen. They've had titles change hands between them. Um, both the Raw and SmackDown women's titles at various points in their careers. Bailey, famously, of course, attacked the Bailey buddies and turned heel on oh. the night that she defeated Charlotte for the SmackDown women's title. She ended Charlotte's pay-per-view winning streak, inexplicably, one month before WrestleMania. Um, she ended Charlotte Flair's reign as Raw Women's Champion back in 2017. There was tons, lore out the ass. Um, Charlotte beat Bailey to trigger that turn. Yeah. Claire and all that. There's tons. Uh, it doesn't just speak for itself when I know it should. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't. I wish it did. Like, Charlotte Flair's story right now is what Charlotte Flair's story always is. She turned up for work and decided she wanted to win the belt. <laughs> like, they have this weird cheat code, the code that we're all kind of stuck with. Um, so, EO Sky is effectively on notice because Charlotte Flair is around. That's the life of a champion. If you're on the same roster as Charlotte yeah. Flair. Charlotte about, no. Oh, good, I'm not on notice. She's basically got a permanent... She should never wrestle money in that ladder match because she lives with one permanently. <laughs> like, she's got an invisible briefcase. 
so she beats Bailey tonight because we're going to Charlotte versus Io, and Bailey does these jobs to try and get help people get ready for Io. We've seen it. I love Bailey, and I hope this is good. I will let it play out on the night, and it could be all right on the night. But I just yeah, I enjoyed the Io Asuka match more than you did last week. Yeah. and I'm always hopeful. It's not great booking, is it? No, but uh, Charlotte Flair's only good match this year was with Rhea Ripley. And that was kind of to do with Rhea Ripley. Well, we've got this weird TV rule that we've set where she kind of like has become the big star worker that only turns up for the stadium shows, but is still required to go out there and take the bumps. So actively kind of, not dogs it on TV, but actively knows you're not going to get a Queen Charlotte Flair performance, but keep paying for the big stadiums and I'll keep proving that I've still got them in me. Battle of the Moonsaults should be good though. Uh, what? Flair Sky. Yeah, I guess. I thought you were on about Flair Bailey. I was trying to picture Bailey doing a moonsault there. She's got that stunning elbow drop. Oh, yeah. Um, I, they are, they're pros, man. Like, they, they've had this match in their sleep. They kind of, it can't be rubbish. It absolutely, you know, three-star floor. Mm. But once upon a time, this had like a five-star ceiling. And yeah. The, them days is over. Uh, Bobby Lashley is on the Grace and Bloody Waller effect. Hmm. Um, issues he's had with the Street Profits. Obviously, last week um, with Angelo Dawkins' hesitation to fully go heel, effectively. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's going to be explained tonight, and I think this is going to be the final moment where the Street Profits have a glimmer of goodness in them for quite some time. It, is Lashley going to pick Grace and Waller and Austin Theory? A-Town Down Under. So we talked about this last week, didn't we? A-Town Down Under and... Best entrance in wrestling. Yeah. Uh, and Pretty Deadly. Could either be Wait a... Wait a second. Oh, my God. BSBOY! BSBOY! Could either be a fantastic four-person stable or either of those teams would be the potential replacements that Lashley was alluding to. They could, couldn't they? Like, he, he could, could to get anyone from catering, couldn't he? Yeah. Uh, and you would assume that Grayson Moore is going to play with that? Like, the... Well, I'm not necessarily in catering because I'm always using on television, but I'm sure I'm sure fire better. I'm better than these two. Mm. And then problem is, like obviously Grace Moller's a heel, so when he's the straw that stirs the drink, he's supposed to be doing it amongst baby faces. So that would him that would suggest that Lashley's going to snap and batter the street profits tonight and anoint A Town Down Under as his new guys. I I think they're still going with the street profits thing. I yeah, just I I was do. really distracted by that thing last week. It was so strange, right? Because this is, it's weird. Triple H is kind of booked a stable that on, like, paper, like, I'm really into that. And then what's happened is he's decided to come up with this, and it's quite a, stick with me again. You're probably not going to see this coming. He's come up with this, like, really creative idea where it's almost as if the stable can't quite fully get along <laughs> and the leader is showing open disdain to a minimum of one of the members. Mm. I really love this idea, and I definitely think he should try it on television once. Because <laughs> I just, I'm, it's such a fresh angle. It's such a fresh. How many times have the Street Profits teased going heel now? And they're doing it in the rounds in around WrestleMania 38, wasn't yeah. uh-huh. it? Yeah. When we met them backstage at Wale Mania, That's if right, you remember, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, which was good. And uh, yeah, and then they never really pulled the trigger on it. And I like the fact that. They turned, they, heel on, t- they turned heel on the show because they showed like open friendship with Gable Stevenson. That's like, that's heat out the air. And they, they tried to turn heel by beating up the Good Brothers and no one cared. Yes. And then they had to beat up the LWO and they were like, oh, uh, they're, they're good guys. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Look, I, I just think it's actually quite nuanced for once of like, they've been so good for so long, uh, other than the time they uh, inexplicably 
went sideways and danced behind the screens during a global pandemic. Oh, Jesus Christ. We've been enjoying that one this week. Go back and watch. If you're a, a fan of NXT, or I guess more specifically, you listen to our NXT mm. podcast. Uh, well, Shawn Michaels himself on the media call yesterday said NXT is the best two-hour wrestling show of the week. And uh, to steal a catchphrase from someone else. And I mean, <laughs> folks, where's the lie? Well, the punker goes, I go. So let's just say that like <laughs> NXT is where it's going to be at. Um I like if you don't watch NXT, why? Mm. But if you listen to our podcast and you thus have a certain relationship with the cast of characters as a result, please go and check out. I believe it's the June sixth, twenty twenty Raw. For Christ's sake, don't watch it in full. But skip to the, <laughs> skip to the Street Profits entrance um, for them. I believe it was the first time they went into the crowd, not just with some Florida locals. Are you kidding me? <laughs> but what were then simply unnamed performance centre um, trainees. Filler, that, yeah. That, of course, because of the 2.0 relaunch, suddenly became, like, all over the show. <laughs> it's like, oh, we're debuting 16 new wrestlers. Excuse me? Yeah, yeah, like, oh, like they're all six foot tall, or they're all from a sporting background, so they're going to win all the titles now. Can you uh, get rid of these um, flippy indie darlings that I never want to see again, please? Yeah. Like, uh, straight away, like, they brought in one of them sort of, like, snow plows, <laughs> like, and it just scooped up Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, and Carla Riley, and we're like, no, 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 out of the building. Boop, boop. <laughs> Out the way, you. We've got uh, Braun Breaker. You see how big Von Wagner is? You ever heard him speak? You see how big Von Wagner is? <laughs> like, aye, it's really worth a look for. Yeah. It, it's quite the scene. It is quite the scene. I sometimes wake up screaming thinking of the pandemic. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But yeah, this is the final catalyst for the Street Brothers being like, right, well, it, it's now or never. Look up. You know, he, he, should, he should just lay out and say, look how many matches you've lost until I came in and sorted you lads out. And then you started winning again, and then you started sticking to your old ways of, oh, oh, that's not right. the right thing to do. I'm going to take advantage of Bobby Lashley, a former world champion in our corner. Mm-hmm. Sort your heads out. And I think that you know, it's difficult that you, he's not, obviously they're not going to attack Grayson Waller because he's a heel as well. But can, I, can they? Here's one for you then. What about if um, Bobby Lashley there in the ring is saying something along the lines of, uh, look, like I said last week, it's not a YouTube thing. It's a me finding an act that I want to help. I want to be blessed with the look of having Bobby Lashley. I could take like these two clowns and like Grayson Waller can sell them. Hang on a second. Yeah. But like they're kind of those kind of heels anyway. And I could make them mega stars even more than what they are now, whatever. And then the Street Profits, like, is Bobby Lashley really the guy to go to? And that's what you think they're going. And then it looks like Grayson Waller and um, Austin uh, Theory. Austin Theory. <laughs> So forgettable are going to like round on the street profits. So out come the brawling brutes, seemingly to like side with the baby faces, and then the street profits turn and they batter the brawling brutes. Yeah, and like eight town down under just slide out the way, have a big old laugh at that, and Lashley's like, there it is, there it is, there's the killer instinct, and there's there's your proper turn. You could say uh, they've been somewhat corrupted. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, mm-hmm. uh, considering we've previewed everything on the show, and I, I want to play a game before yeah. we, before we finish up to it here. Um, the Unholy Union revealed last week that they had corrupted tag team titles. Mm-hmm. And so it's time for us to uh, bring a game out we do on a regular basis when uh, that's all we've got for SmackDown for this week. Because you have no conscience. Wait a second. <laughs> that's Jim Ross <laughs> talking, about, talking about Triple H. Is that one again? I like that one. Because you have no conscience. Does he have no heart. Do you have no soul. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I really like that. Instead of that. Time to play the game! Time to play the game! Ha 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 
Who will the unholy union corrupt next? Oh, great. All right. And I have not just the WWE roster, not just the alumni page. I just have WWE.com forward slash superstars open in front of me. Every single person, past, present, maybe even future, Mm -hmm. on the roster open in front of me. The usual rules apply. Tell me to stop giving them between one and four. And pro Evo rules apply. You get potentially three goes. If you want to stick, I ask, can we? Because obviously they're uh, the unholy union. Are oh, indeed a union. Can we have a tag team? So can we put two partners together? Yes. Excellent. Thank you. Okay. All right. All right. First one then. Um, stop. Two. <laughs> okay. Luke Gallows. Uh, twist. We go again. Okay. We go to Norwich. This does not slip. Uh, stop. Ooh. One. Kane. We've got our first partner. Right, Kane is there. Like, if anyone can't be corrupted any more than he already is, it's politician. Like, man that wore a mask his entire career and now hates masks when the general public needs them. Kane. He's the first member, like... Okay, do you want to keep going up? Do you want me to start going on. back down? If you, like, if the Unholy Union's curse works, if you corrupt Kane, does that make him not a f- <laughs> Yeah. Is it like, yeah, that like reverse effect? You're a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> right, Kane. Uh, yeah, do you want me to go up or down from Kane? Down. Down, okay. Stop. Four. <laughs> uh, the lovely former one half of the women's champions, Layla. Well, no, because she's going to get injured. Like the, the, that's, that's kinda, I love Layla. I love Layla, but I like her too much to want to get injured. So we'll go again off air. Off air. Although... Lay Kane instead of Lay Cool would be quite a good act. <laughs> and they win the tag belts, then they split them in half. Um, but no, we'll twist. We'll go again. We go to Norwich. This does not slip. Uh, and then he slipped. Stop. Yeah. One. <laughs> Kane and... Sabu. <laughs> well, I did pop for a Sabu appearance this year. Uh, but we've had it. So I'm going to twist and I'm going to take the third. Okay. So this person is going to be forced to team with Kane, which I imagine a lot of wrestlers resemble that remark. Stop. One. <laughs> so let me tell you right now. Okay. This corruption. This corruption. Obviously, you know, so when you when you decide to embrace a dark side, you know, I'm sure there's 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 moments that you question mm-hmm. uh, what you're doing here, and I think that when this man partners with Kane, and he has a little quiet moment to himself. I think, I don't think he'll necessarily regret it, mm-hmm. but I do think that this will hang heavy in the pity. <laughs> because it's Shaman Gash. It's Shaman Gash. <laughs> so there you have it. The Unholy Union are going to corrupt Kane and Simon Gotch on tonight's Smackdown, as if the show wasn't big enough. Can you imagine in like five years' time, Simon Gotch buries the Unholy Union for corrupting them. A gazillion well, views on YouTube. There we have it. Don't forget. That's why they're putting us on video, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you can subscribe to What Culture Wrestling uh, wherever you get your podcast from and subscribe to the What Culture Wrestling podcast on YouTube for more <laughs> video pods coming your way soon. Let us know your thoughts on Twitter at What Culture WWE. Actually, you can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Hamflet at Michael Hamflet. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. Uh, and we'll be back later on today to preview AEW Collision. But for now, this has been the SmackDown preview. My thanks to Michael Hamflet. Thank you for joining us. And <laughs> we will see you soon. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.